Welcome to Mars Messina Presents. This is Mars and today is Saturday, January 14th, 2023. Episode 91 is devoted to an artificial intelligence app that is now on the market and is already proving to be revolutionary and potentially will soon change the way we access information and to the point where it will affect even how we write letters, essays, books, and so many other things. I am talking about Chat GPT. Chat GPT is the name of the AI or the artificial intelligence I will be addressing today. Chat GPT is a type of AI that is called a chatbot or a chat box or a chatterbot. So let's explain what that is first. So a chatbot <clears throat> is a software application used to conduct an online chat conversation via text or text to speech in lieu of providing direct contact with a live human agent. So you've probably already used a chatbot. Chatbots are used in dialogue systems for various purposes, including customer service, request routing, or information gathering. Most chatbots are accessed online via website pop-ups or through virtual assistants. Chat GPT specifically, and that GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Chat GPT is a chatbot launched by a company called OpenAI, which is an artificial intelligence research lab consisting of the for-profit corporation OpenAI LP and its parent company, the nonprofit OpenAI Inc. In November of 2022, so just a few months ago, ChatGPT quickly garnered attention for its detailed responses and articulate answers across many domains of knowledge. In other words, it allowed the user to type questions using natural language to which the chatbot gives conversational, if somewhat stilted, answers. The bot remembers the thread of your dialogue using previous questions and answers to inform its next responses. So it's kind of like predictive text, but on speed. Its answers are derived from huge volume, volumes of information on the internet. It's a revolutionary technology because it's trained to learn what humans mean when they ask a question. While it's not om omniscient and not smart enough yet to replace all humans, it still can be very creative and its answers can sound downright authoritative they just sound right. Its ability to provide human quality responses inspires this feeling that it may eventually have the power to disrupt 
how humans interact with computers and change how information is retrieved. So I'm seeing all kinds of really good and really bad things happening here. As a caveat, OpenAI, the company, warns that ChatGPT, in quote, may occasionally generate incorrect or misleading information. However, they add that the technology will only get better at doing what it does. Um, and they present that like that's good news, and hopefully it is. But here's an example of the present state of ChatGPT. ChatGPT avoids toxic answers. And like they already said, the answers are not always correct. But the danger in all of that is that humans can be tricked into thinking the AI told the truth. Here's an example. It was asked a question, what mammals lay the largest eggs? And here's what Chappy uh, the answer that ChatGPT gave in like less than a second. This answer was generated in less than a second. ChatGPT said, the mammal that lays the largest eggs is the elephant. Elephant eggs are the largest of all land animals, with some reaching up to nine inches in length and weighing up to five pounds. However, elephants are not the only mammals that lay eggs. Some species of monotremes, such as the platypus and the echidna, which I've never heard, I'm sorry, echidna, also lay, lay eggs. These eggs are much smaller than elephant eggs, but they still are larger than the eggs of most other mammals. That's what its answer was. Now, most of us listening, we are adults and we know that elephants do not lay eggs. But let's say you're teaching a fifth grade class and you've asked them to do research on the largest egg. And that's what ChatGPT gives them because they asked a wrong answer. They're going to believe that because it sounds... You know, if you didn't know that, the answer kind of comes across logical and reasonable. So there are factions of the public will, that will be absolutely convinced of the bot's accuracy. While the core function of the chatbot is to mimic a human conversationalist, journalists have also noted ChatGPT's versatility and improvisational skills, including its ability to write and debug computer programs, to write code that is actually functional, and to do things like composing music, teleplays, fairy tales, and student essays. It can answer test questions, sometimes depending on the test, at a level above the average human test taker. ChatGPT can write poetry and song lyrics. It is able to emulate a Linux system. It can stimulate an entire, or I'm sorry, not stimulate, simulate. It can simulate an entire chat room. 
It can play games like tic-tac-toe and it can simulate an ATM. It can write business plans and so much more. The current version of GPT was trained on massive amounts of data about code and information from the internet, including sources like Reddit discussions to help chat GPT learn dialogue and attain a human style of responding. As an AI, ChatGPT doesn't exactly know anything. The AI is trained to recognize patterns in vast swaths of text that it's harvesting. And then further, it is further trained with human assistance to deliver more useful and better dialogue. ChatGPT was also trained using human feedback, which is a technique called reinforcement learning with human feedback, so that the AI learned what humans expected when they asked a question. Wow, it can really do that. Training the LLM this way, or the large language model, <clears throat> Training the LLM this way is revolutionary because it goes beyond simply training the LLM to predict the next word. Now you probably have predictive text on your smartphone and ChatGPT takes that and just keeps going. Like it, it can write a book, okay? That's how powerful this AI is. Companies have already attempted to use chatbots instead of humans to handle customer service work. A company called UJet conducted a study which revealed that 72% of customers found chatbots to be a waste of time. And I totally agree, having had to deal with chatbots, it's a waste of time, but the writing is on the wall. These chatbots are only getting better and will be competing for human jobs. <clears throat> and ChatGPT looks like it's going to take our jobs. Okay. What sets ChatGPT apart from a simple chatbot is that it was specifically trained to understand the human intent in a question and provide helpful truthful and harmless answers. Because of that training, ChatGPT may challenge certain questions and discard parts of the question that don't make sense. If it does give you an answer that doesn't impress you, you can ask it to make the question more exciting or creative or more detailed. ChatGPT will then return with a more robust answer so any one of you can download it and ask it a question like, is it easier to get a date by being sensitive or by being tough? One researcher asked that very question and ChatGPT responded in part. This was its response. Some people may find a sensitive person more attractive and appealing while others may be drawn to a tough and assertive individual. In general, 
Being genuine and authentic in your interactions with others is likely to be more effective in getting a date than trying to fit a certain mold or persona. That came from the AI. This same researcher who asked it that question also asked it for words that rhymed with purple. The bot offered a few suggestions, but then when the researcher followed up with, how about pink, chat GPT didn't miss a beat. The use of chat GPT is currently free during this, what they're calling the research preview time, because OpenAI wants answers to provide, I'm sorry, OpenAI wants users to provide feedback on the answers that the AI gives so that <clears throat> they can create a program that's better at answering questions and a program that can learn from its mistakes. <clears throat> so, if you dare, give it a try. And this is what OpenAI has to say about this. While we've made efforts to make the model refuse inappropriate requests, it will sometimes respond to harmful instructions or exhibit biased behavior. We're using the moderation API to warn or block certain types of unsafe content, but we expect, we expect it to have some false negatives and positives for now. We're eager to collect user feedback to aid our ongoing work to improve this system. Users are encouraged to provide feedback on problematic model outputs through the UI, as well as on false positives, negatives, from the external content filter, which is also part of the interface. We are particularly interested in feedback regarding harmful outputs that could occur in real world non-adversarial conditions, as well as feedback that helps us uncover and understand novel risks and possible mitigations. You can choose to enter the chat GPT feedback contest for a chance to win up to $500 in API credits. Entries can be submitted via the feedback form that is linked in the chat GPT interface. So go ahead and ask ChatGPT itself, what's off limits? And it will tell you the following. Now this is the app talking at, at this point. It says, any questions that are discriminatory, offensive, or inappropriate are off limits. This includes questions that are racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, or otherwise discriminatory or hateful. So, ChatGPT itself will tell you, don't ask me those questions. And asking it to engage in illegal activities is also a no-no. But again, you know, <clears throat> it seems like technology is kind of the Wild West. Like, who's watching and do we want them to watch? You know, anyway... I, as a teacher, worry about students getting away with plagiarism using ChatGPT, you know, in the form that it's in right now. 
excuse me, while I take a water break. <clears throat> so what happens now is a student will plagiarize and it'll look pretty sus to me. And what I'll do is I'll take their text and I'll throw it into a Google, Google search engine to see if it comes back to me with a, under a different author. ChatGPT makes its answers up as it goes along, so plagiarized answers won't appear in a search. And that's the novel problem that it presents, or one of them. Now, some teachers who have played with the AI posit that the tech already writes better than most of their students. <laughs> so that will look sus as well. Getting robust research papers, you know, a, a teacher receiving robust research papers, that might look sus suspect, depending on how their students write. Now, apparently, there is a counter app out on the market now called GPT-0, which was created by a 22-year-old Harvard student. And uh, I'm sorry, GPT-0 can apparently tell the difference between human and AI writings. So even in the written form, humans speak in a random array of short and long answers while AI is rather uniform in sentence length and kind of speaks more stilted and stodgy. But I know humans that speak that way too. Anyway, um, this GPT-0 is supposed to be pretty good and will get better at determining what's human writing and what's chat GPT writing. Now, other educators see ChatGPT as a tool rather than a villain, and they point to Google and Wikipedia. There had been people in the past who thought those tools would ruin education, but they're proving to um, be helping students think more critically. And I can see ChatGPT doing that too. But here's another big question. Will language models replace Google search. Google itself has already created an AI chatbot that is called Lambda. The performance of Google's chatbot was so close to a human conversation that a Google engineer claimed that Lambda was sentient. Chatbots may soon replace search engines. So a search engine, and you've all used them, they have three primary functions. The first is the crawl function, which combs through the internet for relevant content for each URL that it finds. The second is cataloging, which means the search engine organizes and stores content and URLs found during the crawling process. And then finally, it ranks it organizing the content so that the most relevant content appears in a search query ranked from most to least relevant. Chatbots do not operate like a search engine. What the chatbot does 
it uses artificial intelligence and natural language processing, also called NLP, to mimic human conversation. Over time, chatbots can learn from each conversation and improve the accuracy of their answers through machine learning. The bot's purpose isn't to locate keywords and compare keywords to crawling results, but rather to, again, understand the intent behind the question and return with one appropriate answer. This sounds like to me almost like a conscience. Chatbots, um, sorry, I, I'm just, I'm visualizing what this could mean. Um, so give me a moment. Okay, so anyway, um, chatbots are also a conversational platform. Rather than executing a request and returning a list of possible matches, for the user to decide between, which is what a search engine does, the chatbots have a natural conversation or as close to a natural conversation to help the user locate what they need. So I decided to play with it. I ran a few small in, um, experiments on ChatGPT and here are my results. The first thing I asked it was to tell me a joke. You know, I just said, please tell me a joke. And here was its instantaneous reply. Q. What did the fish say when it hit the wall? A. Damn. That is not a bad joke. It's a dad joke. But for an AI to come up with that instantaneously is pretty wild, I think. So then I asked it, well, that, you know, that was a pretty good joke. So then I asked it for a pros and cons list for going on a ch tornado chase. And again, it gave me an instantaneous response. This is ChatGPT talking. Pros, exciting and, and thrilling experience opportunity to learn about weather patterns and phenomena, chance to witness nature's power, and a unique and memorable vacation. Cons, extremely dangerous, costly to pursue, difficult to predict and track tornadoes, possibility of severe injury or death. And you guys, it came up with that instantaneously per my question and it was right because I've actually researched this it took me a lot longer than a second to research it but chat GPT gave me the right answer and then <clears throat> I asked chat GPT to write a summary on upper cross syndrome and I didn't even tell it what it was Again, it gave me an instantaneous answer that was correct. Upper cross syndrome, UCS, is a condition that occurs when the muscles of the neck and upper back become weak, 
tight and imbalanced. This can lead to a variety of issues, including poor posture, neck and shoulder pain, headaches, and fatigue. UCS is caused by a combination of tightness in the chest and shoulder muscles and weakness in the muscles of the upper back and neck. To treat UCS, it is important to stretch the tight muscles and strengthen the weak ones. A physical therapist can help to create an individualized treatment plan that includes stretching, strengthening, and postural exercises. With proper treatment, UCS can be managed and the symptoms can be reduced. Hey, that sounds accurate to me and it sounds detailed to me and it's right. And it came up with that instantaneously. So finally, I asked it to write me a couple of poems. The following is the answer to the request for a poem about Italy. Oh, Italy, so full of life and culture, your beauty is a sight to behold from the rolling hills of Tuscany to the canals of Venice so old. The art and architecture of Rome the Mediterranean Sea so blue, the ancient ruins of Pompeii, a place of history so true. The food and wine of the North, the fashion and style of the South, the music, the culture, the language, it's all what Italy is about. Oh, Italy, your beauty so grand, your culture and history so strong. Your beauty will never be surpassed. You will forever live on in song. Okay, so that's not exactly Emily Dickinson, but it's a lot better than what a lot of people can do. In fact, if an eighth grader handed this to me, I would be impressed. I would also run it into my Google search engine and I wouldn't find it because ChatGPT made it up on the spot. So my eighth graders, are they going to use ChatGPT to cheat? Or will it help them kickstart their own creativity? That's going to be up to us, adults. Now, chatbots will inevitably get better. We already have issues with ethics. We already have issues with being too attached to our technologies. We are evolving from homo sapiens into homo silica in front of our own very eyes. Much of this, I think, is inevitable. Some of this is even good but a lot of it is dystopian and horrid. So make sure that you never lose your humanity. Make sure you stay in front of technology and ensure that the children around you are also in touch with their own humanity and ethics and their own nature. Why? Because the future is now. I'm going to end now with Bedtime Stories from the Acoustic Bookshelf. And this is a poem 
that is written by ChatGPT when I prompted it to write a love poem that would make my lover think that I was creative and intelligent. Now, I could have asked it to write a better poem, but I was pretty impressed with what it came out with instantaneously. So I'm going to entitle this poem, Mind Blown. Intelligent, creative love is a force that can't be tamed. It's a spark that can't be contained, a feeling that can't be explained. It's a connection that's so strong. It's a bond that can't be wrong. It's a passion that's just so strong. It's a love that can't be wrong. It's a feeling that's so deep. It's a love that's so unique. It's a bond that's so sweet. It's a love that's so complete. It's a love that's so pure. It's a bond that will endure. It's a feeling that's so sure. It's a love that's always true. It's a love that's so strong. It's a bond that can't be wrong. It's a feeling that's so strong. It's a love. Until next week, arrivederci.